Canto 10, The Kingdoms and Godheads of the Little Mind, Section 1, Number 66. This, too, must now be overpassed and left, as all must be until the highest is gained, in whom the world and self grow true and one. Till that is reached, our journeying cannot cease. Always a nameless goal beckons beyond, always ascends the zigzag of the gods, and upward points the spirit's climbing fire. This breath of hundred-hued felicity and its pure heightened figure of time's joy, tossed upon waves of flawless happiness, hammered into single beats of ecstasy, this fraction of the spirit's integer caught into a passionate greatness of extremes, this limited being lifted to zenith bliss, happy to enjoy one touch of things supreme, packed into its sealed small infinity, its endless time-made world outfacing time, a little output of God's vast delight. The moments stretched towards the eternal now, the hours discovered immortality, but satisfied with their sublime contents, on peaks they ceased whose tops halfway to heaven pointed to an apex they could never mount, to a grandeur in whose air they could not live, inviting to their high and exquisite sphere to their secure and fine extremities, this creature who hugs his limits to feel safe, these heights declined a greater adventure's call, a glory and sweetness of satisfied desire tied up the spirit to golden posts of bliss. It could not house the wideness of a soul which needed all affinity for its home. A memory soft as grass and faint as sleep, the beauty and call receding sank behind, like a sweet song heard fading far away upon the long high road to timelessness. Above was an ardent white tranquility, a musing spirit looked out on the worlds, and like a brilliant clambering of skies, passing through clarity to an unseen light, large, lucent realms of mind from stillness shone. But first he met a silver-gray expanse, where day and night had wedded and were one. It was a tract of dim and shifting rays, parting life's sentient flow from thought's self-poise. A coalition of uncertainties there exercised uneasy government on a ground reserved for doubt and reasoned guess, a rendezvous of knowledge with ignorance. At its low extremity held difficult sway, a mind that hardly saw and slowly found its nature to our earthly nature close, 
and kin to our precarious mortal thought that looks from soil to sky and sky to soil, but knows not the below nor the beyond. It only sensed itself and outward things. This was the first means of our slow ascent from the half-conscience of the animal soul, living in a crowded press of shape events, in a realm it cannot understand nor change. Only it sees and acts in a given scene, and feels and joys and sorrows for a while. The ideas that drive the obscure embodied spirit along the roads of suffering and desire, in a world that struggles to discover truth, found here their power to be and nature force. Here are devised the forms of an ignorant life that sees the empiric fact as settled law, labors for the hour and not for eternity, and trades its gains to meet the moment's call, the slow process of a material mind which serves the body it should rule and use and needs to lean upon an erring sense was born in that luminous obscurity. Advancing tardily from a limping start, crutching hypothesis upon argument, throning its theories as certitudes, it reasons from the half-known to the unknown, ever constructing its frail house of thought, ever undoing the web that it has spun. A twilight sage whose shadow seems to him self, moving from minute to brief minute lives, a king dependent on his satellites, signs the decrees of ignorant ministers, a judge in half-possession of his proofs, a voice claimant of uncertainty's postulates, an architect of knowledge, not its source. This powerful bond-slave of his instruments thinks his low station nature's highest top, oblivious of his share in all things made, and hauntily humble in his own conceit, believes himself a spawn of matter's mud, and takes his own creations for his cause. To eternal light and knowledge meant to rise, up from man's bare beginning is our climb. Out of earth's heavy smallness we must break. We must search our nature with spiritual fire. An insect crawl preludes our glorious flight. Our human state cradles the future God, our mortal frailty and immortal force. At the glow-worm top of these pale glimmer realms, where dawn sheen gambled with the native dusk, and helped the day to grow and night to fail, escaping over a wide and shimmering bridge, he came into a realm of early light and the regency of a half-risen sun. Out of its rays our mind's full orb was born, appointed by the spirit of the worlds 
to mediate with the unknowing depths, a prototypal deft intelligence, half poised on equal wings of thought and doubt, toiled ceaselessly twixt being's hidden ends. A secrecy breathed in life's moving act, a covert nurse of nature's miracles. It shaped life's wonders out of matter's mud. It cut the pattern of the shapes of things. It pitched mind's tent in the vague, ignorant vast. A master magician of measure and device has made an eternity from reoccurring forms and to the wandering spectator thought assigned a seat on the inconscient stage. On earth by the will of this arc intelligence, a bodiless energy put on matter's robe. Proton and photon served the imager eye to change things subtle into a physical world. And the invisible appeared as shape, and the impalpable was felt as mass. Magic of percept joined with concept's art and lent to each object an interpreting name. Idea was disguised in a body's artistry, and by a strange atomic law's mystique, a frame was made in which the sense would put its symbol picture of the universe. Even a greater miracle was done. The mediating light linked body's power the sleep and dreaming of the tree and plant, the animal's vibrant sense, the thought in man, to the effulgence of a ray above. Its skill endorsing matter's right to think cut sentient passages for the mind of flesh and found a means for nescience to know, offering its little squares and cubes of word as figured substitutes for reality, a mummified mnemonic alphabet, it helped the unseeing force to read her works. A buried consciousness arose in her, and now she dreams herself human and awake. But all was still a mobile ignorance, still knowledge could not come and firmly grasp this huge invention seen as a universe. A specialist of logic's hard machine imposed its rigid artifice on the soul. In aid of the inventor intellect, it cut truth into manageable bits that each might have his ration of food thought, then new-built truth-slain body by its art a robot exact and serviceable and false, displaced the spirit's finer view of things. A polished engine did the work of a god. None the true body found, its soul seemed dead. None had the inner look which sees truth's whole. All glorified the glittering substitute. Then from the secret heights a wave swept down, a brilliant chaos of rebel light arose. It looked above and saw the dazzling peaks, 
it looked within and woke the sleeping god. Imagination called her shining squads that venture into undiscovered scenes where all the marvels lurk none yet has known. Lifting her beautiful and miraculous head, she conspired with inspiration's sister brood to fill thought's skies with glimmering nebula. A bright error fringed the mystery altar's frieze. Darkness grew nursed to wisdom's occult sun. Myth suckled knowledge with her lustrous milk. The infant passed from dim to radiant breasts. Thus worked the power upon the growing world. Its subtle craft withheld the full-orbited blaze. Cherished the soul's childhood and on fictions fed far richer in their sweet and nectarous sap, nourishing its immature divinity than the staple or dry straw of reason's tilth. It heaped fodder of innumerable facts, plebeian fare on which today we thrive. Thus streamed down from the realm of early light, ethereal thinkings into matter's world, its gold-horned herds trooped into earth's cave heart. Its morning rays illumine our twilight's eyes. Its young formations move the mind of earth to labor and to dream and new create, to feel beauty's touch and know the world and self. The golden child began to think and see.